to the Dynasty Rook Podcast, your one-stop shop for all things Dynasty. In the game of football, we play chess, not checkers. Here's your host, GV. Cheers. Cheers. Welcome back to the Dynasty Rook Podcast. I'm your host, GV. You can find me on Twitter at Sandy Gowdy. I'm uh, joined, as always, by my fellow Rook, Dick Navis. hey at, at Nicky D knows on Twitter, Nick Davis is Dick Davis has been around the world recently. He's uh, the Brooks have gone international. He was at the Eiffel Tower, I believe, in Paris. How was your trip, Dick? Paris, it was it was amazing. Yeah, Paris is so beautiful. Yeah, every building, the architecture is like amazing. Like there's you look closely and there's just a statue of a person. Like oh, yeah. next to it. it's it's insane. it's a crazy place to it's walk around. Awesome. The Arc de Triomphe is tight. The yeah. Louvre is tight. Yeah. We were under the Louvre for the conference, and that's they sick. were like just live streaming treatment of patients that's using my product. It was sick. That's sweet. And you yeah. and he broke out our uh, Dynasty Rook jacket out there. Take yeah. going, going it international. Rained. It was perfect. <laughs> it kept me extremely dry. Nice. And we're also uh, joined by our uh, media consultant, um, our uh, our outreach uh, man, Kyle Chapman. Kyle, welcome to the pod for the first time. What's up, guys? Happy to be here. Is this the first time you're on the pod? This is the first time. Oh, nice. Pod. Debut. Well, if you ever want an interesting follow on Twitter, you can follow Kyle at Young Chaplord. You know where you can follow the Dynasty Rook pod on Twitter at Dynasty Rook pod. Also follow us on Instagram at Dynasty Rook. Um, the fantasy season is uh, coming closer. I believe we're about 90 days-ish away from football. Um, so it's uh, time, to, time to start prepping and getting ready for that season. Um, so we'll have some good content coming out for you this week. Some, I think we're doing a buy low, sell high yep. with uh, with Karn, one of our writers. Um, and then what we're going to do today on this podcast is go over our three-round rookie mock draft, which is will be coming out on the website. Uh, it'll be out by the time this podcast is out, so be sure to check that out. Um, so we're going to go through the first couple rounds, the first three rounds, uh, talk about surprise picks, the best picks, the worst picks, and kind of go over how you should be thinking about your strategy um, in these uh, as you go through your rookie drafts. So let's start off with round one. Um, I think in round one, the strategy is really you, you really got to hit on your round one picks. You cannot miss. You can't miss. If, if you miss on round one picks, it's because I think the value d- declines dramatically after the first round. It's, it's yeah. much less likely to hit. So you got to make sure you're really taking care of these first round picks. You can't be like Kevin Pham and taking Ronald Jones early. No. You can't take Kalen Balaj in the first. You can't. No. Th- these these things can't happen. So I, I think you really just need to make sure that you're spending a lot of time, especially if you have one of those top five picks, because those are those are guys that should be studs in your team forever. Yeah. So um, uh, let's get right into it. Um, in the rookie mock draft, so there were twelve of us members of the Dynasty Rook Pod team um, that did a draft, and uh, we'll just go through the first round real quick. Uh, number one, Taylor took Josh Jacobs, um, now in Oakland. Um, and number two, your host, your fearless leader, GV, took Nikhil Harry, who is going to play for the Super Bowl champion Pats. At three, BK Lounge took A.J. Brown, who's going to join a Dick Navis favorite over in Tennessee. Corey uh, what? Corey who? Corey what? Corey what? Corey what? Corey what? All right, cool. So at four, Arun took Miles Sanders. Uh, coming out of Penn State, following in uh, Saquon's footsteps. Uh, five, uh, uh, Kevin Pham, our three-time champion in our league. Uh, maybe a little reach here. We could discuss this in a second. Took Kyler Murray going to Arizona to join Cliff Kingsbury. At number six, Dick Navis took his uh, former 
Is he still your number one? Might be. Yeah, but but we might rankings. have a new our running back ranking coming out. He took soon, a, I think so. a, who's no longer a secret to anyone. And I know he's rising up a lot of people's draft boards. He took David Montgomery going to the Chicago Bears at six. Um, at seven, uh, Andy Furtick took uh, Andrew Luck's newest target, Paris Campbell. At number eight, Anton took T.J. Hawkinson, who's hoping to um, help out uh, Matt Stafford a little bit. At number nine, or uh, Kyle. Um, Who's wearing his uh, Super Bowl champion Philadelphia Eagles shirt? Who'd you take, Kyle? Fly Eagles, fly. We took <laughs> single white side. Nice. Of course he did. Yeah, he's you got some fun <laughs> team. That's a homer pick if I've ever seen one. And number ten, uh, Strat took his boy Debo Samuel, who's going to join Jimmy G. Uh, and number eleven, Drew took Marquise Hollywood Brown. So the number one wide receiver in the NFL draft fell to eleven in our rookie mock. And then at number twelve. Karn, one of our writers here, took Andy Isabella, who I believe Love is it. also with the Niners, correct? No, the Cardinals. Oh, the Cardinals. Sorry, sorry. Playing Excuse small me. ball with Excuse me, the Cardinals. Yeah, so that was our first round here. Um, any initial thoughts? Uh, Dick Navis, who, who do you like here? I mean, Anybody? The top two picks are Josh Jacobs and Akil Harry. That's no surprise. A.J. Brown, I think I would definitely take David Montgomery and so, Miles Sanders over A.J. Brown, but... AJ Brown is definitely the second best receiver in this draft, and despite the fact he went to Marcus Mariota, Dynasty is for many many years to come. So AJ Brown was my number one before the draft, and his value definitely goes down now. I would put him maybe like five or six overall, but you could take him at three because Josh Jacobs and Nikhil Harry. You, you you seem pretty confident that Josh Jacobs and Nikhil Harry are your one two guys, but I, I mean. I, I I still am I'm, I'm a one month out research guy So I still have a lot of research to do But I mean David Montgomery is pretty good man I love David I, Montgomery I, I, I don't know how you can just <laughs> How you can just leave him out of that conversation Oh now. no I mean like I think the narrative right now Is Josh Jacobs and Nikhil Harry But once we get closer to Ricky drafts I think David Montgomery is going to creep into that conversation And right now he I have the number one overall pick Kyle you have the number one overall I pick do. Oh, wow. And I'm thinking of David Montgomery Josh Jacobs and Nikhil Harry one of those three guys. I agree. I'm the exact same with those. I think the steal of this first round is definitely David Montgomery at six. Oh, absolutely. Lego. It's we sad. did this draft pretty early, so things have changed a little bit. Um, but definitely David Montgomery falling to six will not happen in most times. Yeah. 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 I, I, it's, it's because Kyler went number five <laughs> overall. But even if, if David Montgomery is still there at five, I, the, oh, the yeah. number five pick will be hot for trades. Yep. You will get a lot of good offers. Mm-hmm. If you if you have a good running back and someone's there, you, you can you can leverage that position. Yeah. If you if you kind of in the four or five range, if David Montgomery is still in your draft, you have a pretty good chance to kind of leverage that pick and and get a lot more than it probably yeah. is worth in a lot of years. I, I think this is like a, a six-person draft right now. I think you got Josh Jacobs, David Montgomery, and Daryl Henderson at running back. And you got A.J. Brown after you got Nikhil Harry. So I think those five guys – was that five guys? Yes, correct. David Montgomery. Had David Montgomery, Josh Jacobs, and Daryl Henderson – um, who we'll get to on another pod because everyone's <laughs> just wishing away Todd Gurley real quick. Yeah, so you need to hop into that top five or six because I was confused five or six because Kevin took a swing at Kyler Murray at number five overall. And I think he he has his points because we we play six-point touchdowns. This isn't, this isn't gimmicky well. fantasy football. This is r- real stuff. Quarterbacks are valuable. If you look at the points spread between the top three quarterbacks, it's way bigger than any other position. So him, you know, rebuilding right now, 
and getting rid of all his old consistent primetime players, he is reloading with Kyler Murray after Aaron Rodgers is done. And he's going to spend the next 10 years trying to build around him. And, 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 I mean, we've talked about this a lot. I, I think well, Kyler Murray is definitely at reach there. But, I mean, you, you look at the, the teams who've won, in, at least in our league, with a six-point uh, quarterback, uh, six points for throwing touchdowns. Every single person who's won has had a dominant quarterback in the year they've won. Yep. Kevin has had Aaron Rodgers, guys who can drop 50 for you. Kevin's had Aaron Rodgers. When I won, I had Cam Newton. I said when I won, I had Cam Newton. <laughs> um, Arun had Russell Wilson, who was great. So you, you really need a you dominant need, quarterback. Yeah. And if, if looking back on the draft, looking back on the draft last year or, or two years ago, when you took Mahomes in the third round, if you in a mock draft, if you were to take Mahomes at five, you would have been laughed at. Right. Easily, you'd have been laughed out of the room. But now looking back on it. Who's laughing now? So, Should I mean, think about number one. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, it's it's obviously all about need and 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 where you think your team can benefit. You get you get value in other positions, probably greater value at those higher picks. But I mean, if if you need a quarterback, I, I, I wouldn't be scared to do it. Maybe I'd be yeah. a little scared at five, but go get a guy if you think he's going to be a superstar for years to come in an offense that's. That's going to be built exactly towards him in an offense that has a bunch of young receivers and a guy that's also been forgotten in David Johnson. Um, I mean that that yeah. offense is going to be rolling. So I mean, it don't, that, and he runs the ball. Yeah, maybe five that's added fantasy points every game. Yeah, that, that and that's I mean dual threat having dual, dual threat guys is huge. I mean, I yeah. have Deshaun Watson, and Cam Newton, having guy like having guys like that, having Mahomes, having so if Lamar. If, if number five is maybe his ceiling, getting drafted early. I, I I can't see his floor going past like nine overall. I don't because think- after those top six guys, like everyone is so even after that. You have Debo, Paris Campbell, Andy Isabella, DK Metcalf, Miko Hartman, all these guys you could take at eight or nine, but you know Kyler is a top quarterback. And especially in in leagues that value the quarterback position. I don't see him going past nine or ten. Oh, he's not. I, I think he. I don't think he, there's gonna be at least one person in your first round that's gonna take his chance on Kyler. Right. Especially when you're if you're like twelve or thirteen, like you could you could take guys like I don't know like Metcalf, or you could take like a Noah Fant or Hakeem Butler or something like that, or yeah. you could just take Kyler. Right. You know he's gonna be a day one starter, and you know he's gonna. He's. I mean, there's a chance he busts, but I mean, you know the the ceiling is Very through slim. the roof. Yeah. The ceiling is through the roof. If he's good, he's gonna be fantastic. Yeah. I don't really see him be he's not the kind of guy who'd be an average quarterback. Yeah. He's gonna be really good or he's not gonna be good at all. So um yeah. I mean I, I think that's a that's a that's a pretty pretty bold pick at so five. You like JJ, huh? You like JJ at number yeah, nine that, overall? That's a bit of a homer pick now that I'm <laughs> I got a little excited. I thought that Nelson Aguilar was going to get traded quick after that pick. Uh-huh. And they look like they're planning on keeping him. So I think they're going to develop J.J., but I think he still is going to be very good in that offense. What's your outlook yeah. on your boy? He just got paid, Carson. I love it. I think that it's a move that you got to make in the position that they're in. If they don't... Yeah, Dick Navis is giving the, yeah. the, <laughs> like the slip throw. Like Dick I, Navis, they can't tell what you're doing on the radio, dude. You think got to say it out loud. <laughs> I think that if they waited to sign him until, you know, Dak gets signed and other players in that year range get signed, he's going to have to go for a little bit higher. I think um, they paid a good amount of money for him, but he is a great quarterback. He has no off-field issues, which is great. He's a great guy. Everyone loves him. He has on-field issues, though. A little bit. <laughs> he's got a little bit of health issues going on. But, but he, think, He's a good guy. He's I a good ginger. I, I think it's a good move to make. 
Um, any other thoughts on this first round before we... I mean, Debo at 10 is a good pick. Andy Isabella, I think it's a surprise pick, but it's not an, an, a reach pick. It's yeah. just... Um, you could take him there because him and Kyler are going to be just playing small ball. Yeah. Him in the slot, Kyler running around, him running around. He runs a 4-3. He's going to outrun some people. He's going to score. He's a slot guy. He's going to get the, the volume. So I think you're looking at back of the first in the second round for Andy Isabella. Yeah. I, I, I think these, there's I mean, there's that group of Kyler wide receivers at 5 in the 5th to, to 10 range that you, that you just kind of got to go – and take your gut and take yeah. your guy. Yeah, and I think like we were saying after those six or seventh guys with Kyler, I mean, who are you taking? There's no order. Yeah, until the middle of the second, which makes this draft fun, and it makes yeah. it it makes it you don't really Very interesting. You, you can you can get your guy late. You might be able to trade down. I, I see a lot of kind of draft day trades that could happen here. If you see yeah. your guy falling or you see cuz cuz everyone's going to have different tastes in this draft. So and you I, know someone's going to reach early on. Yeah. So if you're at like 7 or 8, you're going to get the guy that falls to you. Yeah. But if you're 9 or 10, you might want to think about trading up because there's or a, trading down. Yeah, or trading down cuz that that bottom of the first is so muddy right now. Yeah. Um all right, any other thoughts on the on the first round? TJ Hawk, I think is a pretty good pick if you need a tight end. Um, he's going to get you, a large You definitely need offense. to need a tight end to draft him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, otherwise, it's kind of difficult. Um, any other thoughts? Should we move on to the second round? Let's go to the second. Let's go to the second round. So, this, so, this, so like we said, in the first round, you, you really got to go for guys that are, are going to be your home run guys. You shouldn't be yeah. taking – You shouldn't Don't be taking, miss. Don't miss. That's the most important thing. If you miss on the first round, it's really hard to recover. Years. And, and especially in the, way, in the way picks, I think, are valued. I, I always talk about this with a – Another man in our dynasty, Drew. I think picks are overvalued a little bit rather yeah. than the things you stand for because you've never seen these guys play. You don't know how many of these guys are going to be good. Yep. And so that's why when, if, you're get, if you're trading for all these first-round picks, you got to make sure you hit. So that's the first-round strategy. In the second round, I think you're looking for guys um, taking – All of, ceiling. Yeah, looking for, looking for home run hits. All ceiling. You're looking for home run John hits. Ross, Daryl Henderson, if Todd Gurley's done – if he lasts, well, he's not, not gonna last that long. He's not gonna last that long. But, uh, but yeah, no, that's correct. Completely correct. I mean, you you you, you take more risks. You know, you know, some of these guys aren't gonna hit, but you got to take guys yeah. that that you just go ceiling have a second round. Yeah, so let's floor go. and ceiling first round, second round all ceiling baby. Yeah, so let's go to our second round here. So in the first pick of the second round, Taylor took Hakeem Butler, classic ceiling. That is um, number two. The number two pick, uh, and this was while. Uh, Tyreek was still having some legal troubles. GB yeah. took Nicole Hardman. Tyreek, you're a lawyer. Junior. Is he uh, off the hook now? Uh, they dropped the charges, so I mean, uh, it's uh, they can they can charge him again if they get more <laughs> evidence. But um, so that's uh, a yes. He's off the hook. Yeah, but I mean the NFL could, the NFL could still discipline him. Yeah, it's a separate entity. So, yeah. um, no, but it was almost he was kicked off the team. Oh yeah, I mean, like, well, it's not it a great was, hook. It you was very. You can't really do those things and not. He might still be kicked off, but yeah. yeah. So number four pick in the second round, Arun took DK Metcalf. Uh, at the number five kick, Kevin goes exactly opposite of taking someone too high. He takes <laughs> Daryl Henderson yeah. um, after he traded Todd He's not less than that low. Uh, number six, Dick Davis took Damian Harris, the, the clear backup to Sonny Michelle. And what happened to Sonny recently? Huh? Did something happen to Sonny recently? Oh, no, that was a while ago. He had some surgery, but he's going to be back for training camp. At uh, number seven, the bone second round. on bone. Miles Boykin. Was taken by Furtick at number seven. Dwayne Haskins went to Anton at number eight, which I think is great value there. Um, Devin Singletary went number nine to Kyle. 
Um, in the 10th pick in the second round was Irv Smith to Stratton. The 11th pick was Terry McLaurin to Drew. And at 12, it was Deontay Johnson. So um, I think we kind of kind of previewed this. Um, Daryl Henderson has kind of shot up draft boards oh, recently. Yeah. I, I, it's, it's, that situation is just so I hard. I saw him go one overall in yeah. a draft. In an actual real draft, not a mock draft. Yeah. So I think if you're betting that Todd Gurley's done, which that's kind of the way I'm leaning right now if we had to choose sides, then Daryl Henderson can be your guy, especially if you only scout rookies by watching the highlight tape. Because remember, if you just watch the highlight tape and you rank the players, Daryl Henderson is number one. Clearly yeah. number one. No, he's a, he's a great downhill runner. It's good. I mean, that situation is going to be interesting. It's going to be a, some combination of a three-headed monster for until Gurley leaves. And they just right. signed Gurley, too. Yeah. So, I mean, they're going to... It all depends They, they on know people. what the problem with Gurley is. It's it's not that he has a bad injury. It's just he has a chronic chronic pain and a chronic problem that's never going to go yeah. away. So, it's going to be all about load and pain management. Yeah. So, so even if Todd's not done, Daryl can contribute... Oh, absolutely. He could be like an RB3 I, I mean, or 4. I, in, in my eyes, I, I think I think they're both going to help each other. Daryl Henderson is going to help keep Todd Gurley to 20, 25 touches a game. When he's out there, he's going to be running his butt off. He won't be a every down, he won't be a every playback. But but in this day and age, it's, it's really hard. I yeah. mean, you shouldn't. There's not a lot of guys. Like, if, if a guy like C-Mac, yeah, like Christian McCaffrey keeps playing like this, you can only play for so long. You only yeah. take so many hits. Yeah. So, I mean, I think Daryl Henderson is going to help Gurley out too. It's a little tough because Gurley has that deal. So um, yeah. it's he's going to be there for a while, um, but I, I think Daryl Henderson's like in the position to where he can kind of play the same way Todd Gurley does and has that same kind of style. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Damian Harris is also another interesting pick. Um, I know they have a lot of people now. Uh, Kyle, you were just saying James White last year was an RB seven. RB seven. He was a monster and definitely fell. You know. Not a lot of people would, if you asked where James White fell at the end of the year, not many people would have called running back seven. But a lot of that is that, you know, catchback that he has. Mm-hmm. You know, he can put up 10 catches for 100 yards and two touchdowns and only have two carries. Yeah. Know? This is it, put, adding Damien Harris to that offense is like, this yeah. is just another classic Patriots. Oh no one knows ideas what's yeah. going to happen in the back. And Sony Michelle. It's going to be. Very tough to kind of figure out what's going on there. They're all, the Patriots are always a very frustrating running back offense, you know, team to have for fantasy football purposes. So I'm interested to see what Damian Harris does in that offense. But I do think those two running backs are probably the next two to go. Um, there's yes. probably a couple yeah. other guys that you could take. Madison maybe might sneak in there, um, depending on your thoughts about Dalvin Cook. Um But uh, I think Damian Harris and Daryl Henderson are guys. I mean, I got some thoughts on Dalvin Cook. Oh, yeah, well, we can talk about that in the third round. <laughs> yep. Um, but Daryl Henderson, I mean, uh, and Damian Harris, if you can get those guys in the second round, I, I think you, you, you go ahead and take that no yeah. problems. because those guys are the guys that, you know, they were top five before the draft, and then they just don't have the best situation. Yeah. So I think when you're looking at the first round, you're looking at you have to be a top five player, and you have to go to the right situation. Yeah. And then the second round, if there's still these guys that – have that potential. This is dynasty. You wait on this is forever. Yeah, they can get traded. They can play their rookie deal. Go sign as a free agent somewhere else. A new quarterback can start. Uh, the head coach gets fired. Anything can happen in dynasty. That's why it's so damn fun. And I mean, those two guys. Uh, you, you say bad situation, but the, but the situation is just bad in the first couple of years, just because it's a little crowded. But you look at Daryl Henderson. He's going to learn from a former RB one overall. <laughs> 
Todd Gurley, who who they have similar, cause sort of similar running styles, the way they play. So I mean, he's going to learn a bunch from Todd Gurley. You have Damian Harris, who's going to learn. He's going to be he's going to be beaten into learning a lot from Bill Belichick. Yeah. So I mean, those guys, if, if, even if they're not producing their first couple of years, they're guys you can kind of stash in, in the second round. If you if you can find someone who's going to be a diamond in the rough in a couple of years, you, you'll take that all day with yeah. the second pick. With and not only long term health, but if these, I mean, running backs, there's a hundred percent chance of injury in the NFL. So. You could draft these guys also as a handcuff to these guys. If Sonny Michelle goes down, James White is not getting 20 carries a game. Damian Harris is, and James yeah, White's going absolutely. on third down. Daryl Henderson's getting the ball. Malcolm Brown, no. It sounds like I need to take both Daryl Henderson and Damian Harris since I'm now a Todd Gurley. And <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, but, uh, but, yes, I think the running backs here are, are pretty solid. Um, any thoughts on the, on the receivers? I know I think Hakeem Butler may have been a little bit early. Yeah, I think, I mean, second round, all ceiling. But I think he is in the mix at, in the Cardinals, and I really like Andy Isabella. I'm from Fresno, so I know how good Keyshawn Johnson is. This guy knows how good Keyshawn Johnson is. So He's a monster. It's the, the the Cardinals' offense is going to be. So, I, they would have been a kind of fun hard knocks team too, because they're just all yeah. so young. Yeah, they're just they're, they're just the youngest. They're just going to go play football. It's it's, it's and, not like and also if you if you're talking about good landing spots, all these guys get to learn from one of the greatest receivers of all time, Larry Fitz. Yep. So I mean, and I guess Larry Fitz. If you're if you had to compare one receiver on that team that they drafted to Larry Fitz, it would probably be Hakeem Butler in in, in sort of in sort of size and. And the way he plays, I mean, it's Hakeem Butler probably has the most opportunity to learn from Fitz. Yeah. So, um, we'll and Noah Fant, I think if you can get Noah Fant in the early second, he has more potential than any other tight end. Gronk's done. George Kittle had a better connection with Nick Mullins than he did with Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> it's it, the only thing. JJ Arcega-Whiteside only hurts Dallas Goddard and Zach Ertz. Yeah. In on the Eagles. Noah Fant can be the elite tight end in years to come. Yeah, and he does have an elite quarterback, so I mean, it's going to be <laughs> So, uh, Noah Fant's a pretty good pick there. Metcalf, I mean... DJ Goon! There's a lot of hate on him, but I mean, the door is wide open in oh, Seattle, yeah. man. He, he went if to you're the th- best If you're talking about situation. opportunity, yep. it's, you might you may not like his like his football IQ. You may like, yeah. you might, he might just be well, a on-paper guy, but... He's a... He's going to be one of the best receiver twos in the entire football league. Yeah. He's just not a receiver one. Yeah. But if you have Russell Wilson's receiver two deep threat. Yeah. And especially if you're not in PBR, this guy's going to have three catches, oh, 110 yeah. yards. Metcalf's a little t- – he would have been a little tougher. You got to a situation without a quarterback who could put the ball right. on a rope. Dude, and Russell Wilson is so good. Yeah. When I'm watching him play, like, the Seahawks have no chance if they didn't have Russell Wilson. The yeah. throws he makes – in certain windows, with the receivers that he has, is ridiculous. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's it really is one of the best. Like unless uh, otherwise, unless he like went to the Packers or something, it's like one of the best. Any spots for him? Um, anyone else you want to quickly shout on here? I think Haskins is a great value pick. There, you're getting a guy who could be a year one starter who has all the skills. Mm-hmm. Um, Way underrated. Yeah, and if you're getting him with the eighth pick in the second round, I think that's a pretty solid, solid way to go. Um, 
I any like um, Devin Singletary at nine. He's fallen under the radar. You guys didn't mention him at all during this. True. This guy put up, what, 32 touchdowns <laughs> last year before yeah. Atlantic? Unbelievable. And he falls into a great spot, drafted third round by the Bills. So obviously they like this guy. I think he had like 70 touchdowns in college. He, yeah. And he could be a guy you see that when Shady event, when Shady inevitably goes down, is Frank Gore ever gonna get no, old? Frank no, no, Gore's thirty six. No, this Frank Gore's so gonna play until he's fifty five. Oh Frank Gore is a, is a dynasty rook pod favorite. That guy is is a he's a machine, dude. Every day. Buy low, Frank Gore. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll buy I'll buy high, Frank Gore, dude. I love that guy. <laughs> buy week flex. All no, and, and I mean they're so smart to get Frank Gore too because they yeah. know Shady's gonna get hurt. They know this. They know Superman Frank Gore ain't gonna get hurt. Yeah. So I mean they're gonna have some things, but they but they Bills did a smart job. Um, Kind of interested to see how the Bills are this year. I mean, they, I'm sure they won't be very good, but it, they they had pieces. Josh Allen and from Josh, the Central Valley too. So. And 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 we and I and we're all Josh Allen truthers. Um, we he's 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 a beast. He's, he's raw. huge. He he'll, coaching, he'll, ste- he'll step over his shorts. Had in high school and college is garbage, dude. Yeah, I know where he went to high school. It's garbage, and yeah. he's playing in the NFL right now. Like that's insane. Yeah, he has a lot of work to do, but. He has everything. He was the wide receiver one, like, the last four weeks of the season last year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Nope. Yeah, pretty good. And I kind of look forward into that, too. I don't picture the Bills being in the playoff discussion. So if they're at the end of the season and you're in the, making that last run for playoffs, Devin Singletary could be taken over while they kind of rest McCoy. Or he's probably oh, traded. Or they yeah. Yeah, traded him. Yeah, or they trade him. Frank Gore probably resting. and they can Or just go to Devin. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. So they run him, and you put him in that spot for the See playoffs. what he has. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah, so that's our that was our second round here. Uh, we'll move on to our final round of the mock, round three. And I think we're kind of all agreed. At, at round three on, just go get your guy. If you if your go guy's there, this your is guy. this is this is you know when you're in a rookie match, yeah, people are googling people, they're YouTubing people. Yeah. The fifth round of go to the dynastyrook.com. The fifth round of rookie drafts is about the worst thing of all yeah. time. It's the worst. You're taking defenses. <laughs> you're taking. I think I think last year I took Brandon Marshall. Um, you're just taking random yeah. guys. But it, it, so it's yeah, go to, go to dynastyrook.com. There's an ultimate scouting YouTube playlist. One click, press play, scout all the rookies. Get your guy. Do your own research. That's what we preach at Dynasty Rook. Do your own research because once you're past the first round, once you're past the second round, and you're in the third round, you want to get your guy. Oh yeah, and and there are guys there. There you can you can take advantage of people in your league not being prepared, not knowing. Like I got yeah. I got QT last year in the third round, and it's just it, and at that Chris point, Carson. Yes, Chris Carson. I also got in the third round. So I mean, you, you can get a Pat lot Mahomes. of guys. Yet, yeah, so I mean, you just got to kind of know. As, as long as your research, your research is deep, yeah. you'll know people who are available. You can know people you can take flyers on, and, you, and you'll have good options. So um, let's go to the third round of the rookie mock draft. Um, the first pick in the third round by Taylor was Justice Hill. Um, the second pick by me was Alexander Madison, the heir, mm. the heir to the throne, to the Dalvin Cook throne. But we'll talk about that in a second. Um, the third pick in the third round by Lounge was Emmanuel Hall. Fourth was Dexter Williams by Arun. Five was Jalen Hurd by Kevin. Um, Dick Navis had the sixth pick. I don't know who he took. Who'd you take, huh? Preston Williams, baby. His boy, Preston Williams. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, went six in the third round to Dick Navis. Um, 
At Ferd- at seven, uh, Ferdig, our gambling guru, took Riley Ridley. He's not he's occasionally as, open. He's occasionally open. Not like his brother who's no, always, always fucking open. open. That guy is always open, man. I'm so sad I traded him. Um, Anton at eight took Darwin Thompson. Um, Kyle at number nine took a friend of the show, Raquel Armstead. Uh, Strat at ten took Kelvin Harmon. The uh, 11th uh, pick, Drew took Jay Sternberger. And Karn took Rodney Anderson at 12 in the last round. So, um, who, what piece do you like here? Preston Williams. Yes, okay. Preston Williams as well. Yeah. He's, yeah. Have you read anything about how he's doing at camp and stuff? Oh, my God. He's turning heads and opening eyes. Oh, yeah? Because you always hear, like, rookies in Dude, the, camp. People they always open their eyes. eyes. Or they uh, turn so heads. Dude, if, if, <laughs> but Preston Williams is opening eyes and turning heads. Step one to being a good receiver, you have to make people open their eyes to watch you. If they're not, if their eyes aren't open, they can't even see what you're doing. So I'm glad he's opening eyes. Yeah, um, He's getting there. He, he has, I'm, I'm telling you guys, he has elite potential. Do not sleep on this guy. And I mean, elite. In third round, oh my, oh my God. Yes. Yes. <laughs> elite potential in, with, with a guy, Josh Rosen, who's... It's really, really raw. We've really only seen one season of him in a terrible Cardinals offense. So, I mean, that, 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 I'm not saying the Dolphins are going to be good, but the team could be better than you expect. Yeah. Um, and you know, and you know, at least for three, four games. And they don't have starting receivers. Oh, yeah. Like Devontae Parker, question mark. Kenny Stills is actually underrated, possibly by low, but he always produces. But Preston Williams has that receiver one potential that yeah. none of the other receivers do. Yeah, and you, and you know there's going to be three games next year where Fitzpatrick throws for eight touchdowns. So I'm so sure he'll catch at least one of those touchdowns. Um, so Preston Williams, I think, in the third round is a pretty good pick here. Um, I don't know whether pick, what other picks you guys like here. Um, you, you said you had some Dalvin Cook analysis for us. So what do you yes. think about Alexander Madison? I would draft Alexander Madison, especially if you have Dalvin Cook. Especially in the third round. Especially if it's your guy. Yeah, I think that Madison's probably one of the best picks in this round for sure. We saw what Latavius Murray did when given the opportunity, and I think Alexander Madison can absolutely exceed what what Latavius Murray was able to do. So that's a great pick. He's young. I think he can do very good things in that offense. And he's a guy who, even even if Dalvin's okay, he's going to get touches in the offense. Yeah. Like, for sure. They they took him to get him touches. He's the solid size running back. You know what I mean? Dalvin Cook is a little undersized. So he's definitely going to get hurt at some point. Oh, and he, and when mean, he does, Alexander Madison is going to take advantage. I mean, Dalvin, has, he has an injury history. I mean, you see, yeah. the, you see the way the league is changing, and the league is changing where you can't just have one running back. It just doesn't work. It's not good for their body. It's not good for their future. So teams are trending towards two or a lot of teams, even three running backs. So I think Madison has a, a chance to – he has a chance to – Produce early, and he's one of those guys that, if for God forbid, if, if if Dalvin were to go down, he could immediately step into an RB one role, and that's that's the best. It's just like your waiver wire picker pickups when you pick up a backup running back. If you can have a guy, especially who will produce a little bit, and he's young, but given opportunity can be good. Those are guys I think in the third round you should definitely seize if you can get them. Yeah, um, I think they drafted Bradbury for at center, and they already named him the starter. Yeah. So they're they're solidifying the offensive line. Yeah. And very similar situation to Dalvin Cook and Alexander Madison is Leonard Fournette and Raquel Armstead. Oh, yeah. Friend of the show. Because 
We all know Leonard Fournette's going down. I think Leonard Fournette is. I think Leonard Fournette's questionable right now. For <laughs> pretty sure he's not. They're not sure whether he's going to play. And, and, and also, I mean, from what I've what I've read 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 thus far, they don't know if they're going to re-sign Leonard. It's yeah. going to be. It, we don't know what the market is for Leonard Fournette. Um, he's a, he's another guy. I mean, it's because I think the values are still pretty low. I mean, Leonard Fournette for hole holders are probably still pretty gung ho. But if, if they're not, if they're nervous, I, I wouldn't mind taking Leonard Fournette off someone's hand for for a low price. Ooh, yeah. Oh yeah, because those you can't even. And then you could draft Raquel. Yeah. In the third, in the second, even yeah. if you want to. Remember, only the first you have to hit. No one's gonna hit past the second. That's so the get best your guy. That's the best part about rookie drafts. You go and you get your guys. And once you and that and that's why you do your own research because because yeah. the, then it's exactly. all yours and you make sure make sure that you're you're getting guys yeah. who you, you can't you listen love. to like you know if you just go off other people's spreadsheets yeah you can't just listen to podcasts and take their take yeah, who listens to podcasts <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but I uh, but after right Kel, one pick after is Ke- Kelvin Harmon yes, I think it's a little late pick. you like him I like this pick yeah he's definitely worth. A shot, especially this late in the third round. This guy was projected to be a top five receiver until you know in this draft until the you know the NFL draft happened, and he kind of fell to the sixth round to the Redskins, and now everyone he's just an afterthought. So if you can get him in the third round, tenth pick of that, oh, absolutely. I mean, I re- the Redskins, the Redskins is another place that's kind of wide open at receivers. So I mean, yeah, um, it's 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 a, it's another good opportunity, especially with. And I, and I kind of like it when a young receiver has a young quarterback too, so they can they can kind of get they kind of gel and start to create a relationship. So maybe him and Dwayne, maybe he can be Dwayne's favorite target. Yeah, and then, and for the long term, who knows? Yeah, I he th- he has the ability to be a number one receiver. Yeah. That's yeah, there's no question. Wide open. wide open. This is what this is why we preach to young research because at the end of the day, nobody knows. Nobody. Nobody knows. If someone tells you tells you they know exactly what's gonna happen, they're fucking liars. They have, <laughs> they're fucking liars. Or they're fucking delusional. So do your own research. Make the picks your own, and make sure that you're you're taking guys that you believe in, that you've watched tape on, and that you're you're invested in emotionally and and and. And that you love. There's nothing better than winning with your own guys. Oh yeah, well, just similar, similar to last year when you know I got a bad draft grade and then Calvin Ridley's the best guy <laughs> in the world. So, um, so I think that's uh, going to be it for today's pod. Um, be sure to check out. We have a full three round uh, rookie mock draft um, that's going to be coming out on the website with blurbs for each pick. So feel free to check that out. Um, feel free to hit us in the comments. Hit us up on Twitter at, at Dynasty Rook Pod. Hit us up on Instagram at Dynasty Rook. Um, we'd love to hear your thoughts, love to hear suggestions on what you want to hear on the pod. Um, and uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us today, Kyle. Peace. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. I look forward to uh, being on here in the future. All right, cool. Me and, and, and me and uh, Dick Davis, we'll see you guys soon. Thanks. Peace. Peace.